Welcome to my podcast, Coming Back to the Origins. It took me many years of healing and taking a, sp a spiritual path, where I finally find my way to my soul and my heart, leading me to the path of compassion, awareness, and prosperity in all different parts of my life. Today, I guide, coach, teach, and keep learning from who and what inspires me the most, the sacred nest of ancestral wisdom and nature's abundance. I am recently writing books, co-creating retreats here in Costa Rica, and interviewing people on their life journey to hear each other's message and the lesson we've learned for growth and expansion. I love it so much. The world is transforming along this sacred journey as we are creating and healing. I do trust that we can all prosper in our unique way and collectively if we can find the truth within ourselves and live in an authentic life by learning to trust and love with more compassion. We are creating a better planet by bringing back ancestral memory, living more consciously with our internal and external environment learning to take responsibility for our well-being, initiating new ways to release fear, and bringing more love, the key of all healing. If you wish to create from your heart and your soul and be inspired by other sacred journey, you have chosen the right place. everyone welcome to my this episode coming back to the origin today i am so lucky to have jp that has been living in costa rica for 23 years he is an entrepreneur and trained himself as a plant-based chef for many years he is the creator and founder of naked food restaurant the owner of estrelita cafe and pipas production This man have an incredible path on conscious living and working along the natural organic ways of being and doing. As he has been on a spiritual path for quite a long time, he has shared with me pretty incredible, inspirational stories. Today, I feel very grateful to be able to meet with him and have also you to be able to feel his inspirational spark. And so today, I welcome you with JP. Hi, JP. Hi. Thank oh. you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Mm -hmm. Always uh, feeling lucky to wake up in this beautiful country, breathing and walking this amazing path that we are on. So I'm always happy. Thank you for taking some of your time today because I know you're a very busy person in the van. So I truly appreciate it. Um, so to begin with, I wanted to ask you, what goal are you pursuing right now? Wow. Well, personally or business or I think um, I can explain a little bit. Like my lifestyle has always been this path of food and consciousness with food um, being with friends and family and doing all the things that we love to do so i feel really strongly like every day when i wake up is my my journey of the day is being with my friends family and community through my work 
Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so we are at Estrella Cafe right now having this interview, and that is why you're you're hearing a little bit of the blenders yes. that now have stopped. <laughs> so that is beautiful. And along along this, I I also hear from you uh, from Naked Food initially, which is an amazing vegan restaurant in Nosara, that it's been um, open for eight years. Is that correct? No, I think, well, Naked Foods has been around the Nasara community for maybe 17 years. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I lived in a small uh, fishing town called San Juanillo. Uh -huh. And I would come, this is, you know, 20 years ago, I would come to Nasara or the beaches of Nasara to bring uh, chocolates and food and fell really in love with the community here at that time it was a very as you know it's a very yoga and surf mm -hmm. community and a lot of the people are very health conscious so we were lucky maybe 2007 is when we opened our first restaurant in the guiones area and there was nothing really organic vegan plant-based going on amazing food here but there wasn't anything to the style of what i love to do which is really focusing on organic and plant-based foods so 2007 i think is like the initial kickoff of our first restaurant in playing wow so you would make the chocolate and everything in san juanillo and you would come to sell it in guiones for many years and back then there was no bridges and no <laughs> paved roads like there is today so it was amazing journeys sometimes hitchhiking sometimes on bicycle uh, finally bought a little motorcycle and we would cross you know there's a saying uh, in one of our stories is like we would cross the swollen rivers from san juanillo to nosada uh, delivering bliss balls to the community wow so yes it was a very good connection here when i made those journeys and the friends that we made And before arriving to um, to Costa Rica, where where were you? I was born and raised in Miami, Florida. My father from Argentina, my mother from Ecuador. Mm -hmm. And they raised four kids. They both immigrated from South America to Miami and mm -hmm. raised four kids. Yeah. In 1997, I met my life partner, Jorgelina. And we lived in Miami Beach. And she really turned me on to this lifestyle of just being more conscious of everything, what we're putting in our body, how we're living day to day. And two years later, we had our daughter Shanti in Miami. And then within that year, 1999, we moved to Costa Rica oh, wow. with a couple surfboards and a backpack. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And how did you came across um, your spiritual, I guess it was from your your partner? That yeah, Jorgelina was studying uh, at an early age. She immigrated from Argentina at like 14, 15 years old to Miami Beach. And when she arrived to this beautiful city, she found that there was something not right in her life. So she really went deep into um, metaphysics and Reiki at a very, you know, in, in their mid, mid-90s. 
Wow. So when I met her in 1997, she really turned me on to this consciousness of like yoga and metaphysics and you know astrology, all these amazing tools that we use now. Was she also in the food as much as you yes. are? She's actually better at everything that I do. So um, <laughs> we always joke about, you know, I, I made all the recipes um, and she makes them better. She's actually <laughs> our main chocolate producer. Oh, wow. So she makes all of the raw chocolates. Um, I do a lot of the cooking, but yes. Mm. Um, we lived through food. Even in Miami, we shopped at the farmer's markets and made sure we were buying organic and zero waste, no plastic, no, you know, this amazing way of being, which became such a simple and minimalist way to be, which mm. is when you're connected to your food, you're connected to everything else. So Absolutely. she taught me all that. I mean, I give, I'm blessed to have her 20, over 25 years as my partner Wow. Uh, with a beautiful daughter that will be turning 24 next month so that's so beautiful and so you are really into into the cooking we see your passion and the way you talk about it and and so when did you how did you transition from bringing the the chocolate and from san juanilo to ended up opening a restaurant to fully take on and you know, to give you a little bit of the background, I was raised by both my parents and grandmothers that, you know, were um, some European from Spain and Ecuador, um, and they were all amazing cooks. My mom and dad still cook every day at home. So in my childhood, I was surrounded by amazing food. And I think that instilled me to find this journey as a chef. And then when I met Jorgelina, and we moved to Costa Rica, there there wasn't a lot around. You can imagine 24 years ago, there was food yeah. growing up and down the roads. And, you know, maybe if we fished, we got, you know, food from the ocean. But that made me transition into, like, really taking care of myself and my family through food. Um, we did that for about two to three years on the beaches. And then we landed at an amazing retreat center called Hacienda del Sol in San Juanillo. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I fell into really preparing and cooking foods for large groups. So you were a chef for Hacienda del Sol or you were catered yes, to them? I was the chef for maybe, I think it was four years there. Oh, wow. It was a massage school at the beginning, then transitioned oh. into a detox center and like a raw food center. So that's where I really tone my my skills in preparing raw food and vegan food and growing our gardens and doing all this amazing food and, and from day one everyone was like you're just really good at this you should keep that as your your path to prepare and cook food for people and yeah mm. that was like the initiation of like okay i'm gonna make food for the rest of my life as a profession but in hindsight, it was more of just a lifestyle. Like we are surfers and that's an amazing lifestyle and we mm -hmm. all make food and that's just part of my life. Wow. And so before, like to, to, to take on the, the business, the restaurant, I think you mentioned that before Naked Food to become what it is today, what were the steps? Because I think as it's very inspiring to see 
someone with with the path from how it started to what it, it became and all the effort and the, the work and so where do you feel how did it what were the steps for you or was there any challenges along the way to where it has become the amount of work you put I mean I think if, if you know you've been here for a while like there's challenges every day in Costa Rica. <laughs> uh, the jungle really oh yeah eats That's... us up and spits us out however it feels but um You know, there was a lot of amazing people on my journey. Um, those four years in San Juanillo opened me to learning so much and meeting so many people along the coast, mm. and especially in the Nasara community. Um, there's a couple of retreat centers here in Nasara that were really, you know, close to what I was doing and, you know, helped me along the way, meaning there were they opened these huge retreat centers. We were actually working at a farmer's market here. It was probably the first farmer's market in the Nassara area mm -hmm. many, many years ago. And then we started the organic farmer's market. We were the kind of initiators of that. With the juices here. and... The food, basically the organic food. I mean, we, you know, everyone comes to Costa Rica and says, oh, it's so natural and organic food everywhere, but it's not true in reality like there's a lot of agrochemicals and a lot of exportation of non-organic food to costa rica so when we were really pushing the idea of doing more business here we said we need to connect with the farmers and the real organic farmers so we were very lucky to connect with a group here in mm -hmm. costa rica and start to bring the first organic food that wow. wasn't grown locally because we still found local food but again there's agrochemicals and spraying is a big thing here is there gmo here also i i i don't know if there's gmo but there's definitely one of the top countries in central america for agrochemicals pesticide and pesticides. And all, wow. so mm -hmm. that was our focus and how if we were cooking at these retreat centers how can we give clean organic food to mm. to the guests so on that journey um at the farmer's market i met some amazing people and they were like the centers we would love you to be involved and we found that there wasn't any real vegan organic places in the Nasara area so that's kind of how naked foods flourished you know in a mm -hmm. sense where it's like well let's just open a little vegan spot and sell our chocolates and juices and make a few vegan burgers and yeah it's been an amazing journey and you know how many years later that we're still in business and wow you know, shanti our daughter runs the main restaurant in naked foods and plagiones and recently you've been um expanding you were mentioning about the there's pipa production and then estrelita where you are also the owner and uh, it's a place that i've been myself and it's such a and another one of the best vegan place in the area um What, what would you say about this, um, the concept or the extension of what was Naked Food and where, where that come in place yeah. in your life and in your own personal development? Yeah, so again, like, the, you know, I, I think Jorgelina taught me something many years ago that, you know, when we ask the universe, it provides, especially when you're really connected, you know, mm -hmm. living in this environment, in this jungle, in this beach coast, like, you really feel how connected you can be with the environment mm. you live in and about over 10 years ago another amazing family and friends that were very supportive 
of naked foods, um, wanted to purchase some land here. And we found this amazing property in the Garza area. And the idea with this land was to um, preserve it. It's, um, I think, close to 150 acres of beachfront land with Punta Guiones and Playa Garza on each side. And as I said, the family wanted to preserve it. Um, we were included in this idea of preserving it and also building a school, which is now Casa de las Estrellas Waldorf School, that many people that live here know about it. Um, and Jorgelina took on uh, with an amazing team of biodynamic friends, farmers, and mm, the wow. farm team to regenerate the land and build a food forest. In that, you know, eight years later, we we had this idea to do the umbrella called pipa production which is kind of like a we're still on phase one of the this idea um but it's more of like how to see my lifestyle through everything i've done in 20 years mm. so pipa production is the umbrella of all of our businesses because we also the kitchen that we built at estreitas coffee um is open to our a lot of our friends that are chefs and like-minded in the same food journey. So Estrellitas was um, built for us three years ago in front of the Waldorf School here in Garza with the idea of having a shared kitchen. And then we put in the coffee shop with the little cafe with the plant-based food and all of the stuff. You know, our, we, we, we're not 100% vegan, but we are 100% mm -hmm. conscious of our food. All our eggs come from the farm, you know, so the cheeses are, you know, friends that are really using biodynamic organic mm -hmm. process to make cheeses or goat cheese. That's why vegetarian. So, yeah, um, more like vegetarian. But, yeah, I think this uh, idea of, like, putting a name on things has been such a fad for such a long time that mm. when people ask me, are you vegan? You own a vegan restaurant? I'm like, no, I'm just conscious eater and I love to know where my food is from and that's how all of this picture that we are speaking about is come through in my life like um, everything I want to do through connection is who, who and where it's from especially with the food absolutely it's a very amazing way of being you know? yeah so yeah pipa productions estrellitas coffee naked foods are three businesses that we run as a a small cooperative group. Mm -hmm. um, I'm obviously like the main uh -huh. <laughs> person in all of this. When you ask, you know, when people come to Costa Rica and ask about organic food or vegan food, apparently everyone already knows. Uh -huh. As yeah. soon as I got here, I heard your name <laughs> for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> that is so, so beautiful and inspiring also for, for our listeners. And, um, and so, Aside of like your, what you're doing with, with the restaurant and your, your passion for the food, um, the, your spiritual path aside, what are the things that, um, that makes you wake up in the morning that makes you thrive? You know, I think it's a nice question. There's, you know, this idea of, you know, just being right. So 
I think I had a, a head start in, in life, being able to live here in Costa Rica for over 20 years and really living like a stress-free life. And hearing the ocean and the birds and the animals every day inspires mm -hmm. me. The green around me now in the rainy season um, inspires me, you know, like I, I really, get a kick out of being able to come to the kitchen every day and feed myself and anyone that shows up in in our little bubble mm -hmm. so this is a huge inspiration like you know i think it's this 20 plus year journey has brought me to a place where i'm just figuring it all out <laughs> like you know this whole conscious living and you know the plant medicines and the herbs and the gardens and all this stuff that has mm. become so mainstream now we had a head start on all of that almost 20 years ago so 20 years later i'm just like wow okay i'm still figuring it out but waking up every day and just being happy has has you know changed my life i have some practices that i do and studies that i i am tuning myself in that just when i wake up every day i i know that i'm breathing and standing on my two feet and I'm so privileged to live where I live and I'm so privileged to have amazing family and friends around me that that just inspires me every day. Wow, yeah, it's so important and very beautiful. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, who has impacted you in your, in your life the most to this day? This inspirational figure or mentor or guide? You know, I mean, well, the woman that stands beside me obviously is the biggest impact in my life because she has, she was the one that made the decision to leave the world that we had before having our daughter and then when our daughter was born to say, hey, we're moving to another country we know nothing about and we're gonna live simple and minimalist. And she's an amazing inspiration in her determination to better the world, to leave it better than we are leaving it now. It resonates with um, you at that moment to pick up on that to where you were. Yes, mm. yes. And you know, every day she's in the garden and, and doing things that are very inspiring because without all this work, we don't have food and we don't have knowledge of how we're living. Um, I have many mentors, I think. I think, you know, if you know the Nassar community, there's so many amazing people that I still meet till today. And I don't think I, I think of, about this a lot because I don't think I've ever had like one mentor that I've mm -hmm. studied with or worked with, but I have many friends that are, are so positive in my life and so willing to always help. I mean, dozens of friends that are like, JP, what do you need? what can we better for you through your business and life? And there's the dozens of them that live in this community that are there whenever I need them. Yeah. Um, in the last three or four years, I've gotten really into studying um, Andinian cosmology and like, um, you know, the Kettos and like just reading a lot about stuff that goes on in the Amazon, Brazil, Ecuador, Peru, and that's become kind of my new inspiration and, and helped me really tune into becoming this next phase of a man in my life, which wow. is, you know, I just turned 49, so I'm like, wow, well, I'm you know, halfway through my life, 
what am I actually doing? Apart from doing everything I've done for over 20 years, it's like now it's all like about me. I strongly believe that if I am not first, second, third, or fourth in my life, I can't be there for anybody else. So I'm really like the last three years, like going deep into me. I was always like very, I still am very willing to help and give. And mm -hmm. I was always a yes person. You need something, you want to do a retreat, you want to cook, yes, 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 yes. Now in 20 years of work is like, and especially these last few years is like really well, well if I'm not 100, 150% of myself, I can't do anything for anybody else. So that's uh -huh. been a big piece of me now, of like really learning more of myself to be able to keep doing what I love to do, which is enjoying food with my community and teaching about food. And it sounds like you things. created a lot of you that the, the nourishment already like you know you still been a, were able to, to seem to provide what or to have a, an awareness of what's good for your for yourself like the, the food and the nutrition the, the the spiritual awareness and also how we treat the land and so what do you feel for you as the man you are today what kind of not nourishment but what do you feel it's um what do you feel that you haven't experienced yet that can be something that would expand you on your journey in, in a, this transition or the this expansion? Well, yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, obviously having a happy mind and knowing how mm. to really control our mindset is, is something that a lot of us, I think, and I think we all know how to do it, but depending on what we're living in life and what we're doing in life, it's, it's hard. For us living here in Costa Rica, and especially the, the way that I live, it's a very easy thing for me to have this happy mindset 99.9% .9 of the time. <laughs> and nothing can change that. Um, along my journey now, I think, again, I'm just figuring it all out. Like, this whole way of being has been such a simple thing for me of, like, living off-grid for many years, like, living in a hammock on the beach for many years. Sur this lifestyle of surfing and like you know the focus is just like let's go surf all day every day and nothing is really worrying you know that's tuned me into the person that i am today as an entrepreneur in business and mm. you know you know in costa rica it's things sometimes don't work so you what oh, yes. do we do we just <laughs> keep breathing and going forward like we don't i don't sit back here and complain that there's no internet or roads are bad or like I just go and mm. do me so that I can do more for everybody else so yeah like there's there's still that spiritual and conscious journey in me that I'm just figuring out you know, there's, again we live in such an amazing community I think the law of attraction really exists like if we get deep into stories of how I've lived for 20 years and the people that have come in through kind of our little bubble you know, reading and thinking and doing all these amazing things, these amazing people just show up. Right. And I've, yeah. those are another two, you know, medicine men and sweat lodges and all these things are just part of, they've always just appeared in my path. And I'm always very lucky to keep practicing this and living this lifestyle. I think, again, like the last three years, I've really connected to that in myself, like to really. You know, I think we are all medicine people in a way. 
but you know, mm-hmm. I think 20 years of studying and these, especially these last three years of studying that I'm finding myself like really, really, really connected to this lifestyle of like, you know, I am, I am a healer and I love to help people with food, but I can also help people with other ways of like this, just speaking and uh-huh. showing uh, my lifestyle and that obviously and hopefully we'll spark something out of people that, that hear this podcast today. Absolutely. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so another thing, um, where or what more what have you what have you learned about yourself today? You've been sharing a couple of things, several things, but if there's uh, something that lately you have learned about yourself, it can be anything, a positive thing or something that you can see that you want to work on yourself, that you find yourself, that you observe it and you you learn that about you. Is there something that you can point? Yeah, cool. I mean, um, for me, it's always been like a lack of discipline. I think if you work in the kitchen with me or if you've seen the kitchens that I've worked with, it's like to be a chef, it's like, it's another lifestyle. And you're totally like, it's, it's a, a crazy in such a good way. Like uh, I find myself days in the kitchen where I'm doing 10 different things at the same time. And it's amazing, right? We, we're always laughing and having fun in our kitchens. So I think now um, in this time, it's like really finding that discipline of, like I, I mentioned, is like of finding discipline itself, like really finding the time to do my meditation and my practice and my breath work, whatever I'm doing in the morning to not like get up and you know, the waves are pumping, I'm going to go surf. I'm like, no, the, the waves are going to be there later. Let's really work on self. And that's been the hardest thing, I think. You know, the, the dis-ease of our mind is always causing these different things and we're thinking about other things when we should just be thinking of, like, here and now. Mm-hmm. So I'm finding that more, I'm finding it easier to do that now. Like, wow, to really yeah. wake up and be like, do my work for me before I do anything else. And, and you know, that could be just drinking a glass of water and praying to that water first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And telling the earth, Pachamama and Pachatata, like, thank you for allowing me to be walking again this day. So that's been a huge plus, like, really focusing on, on that. Like, when we wake up and we're happy and we are conscious of, like, wow, how amazing is this life? Anywhere you are in the world, it's like, mm-hmm. how amazing is this life? And, and finding that discipline and determination of whatever blocks us on our path whatever we roadblock we have whatever mm-hmm. to just keep going forward totally. you know i think there's always especially in costa rica especially with business it's like one step forward ten steps back because of the systems or whatever uh-huh. it's not giving up like just really to me it's like not giving up and that's been especially recently like really like focusing on me and like saying okay i'm going to be and do Mm-hmm. now and you know not allowing that laziness of the mind like oh, i'd rather just go read 
Um, yeah, no, I, I hear you, and I think many of us can can relate to um, to that or to procrastinating. Actually, yesterday I did a post on procrastinating. I can I can relate to what mm. you're saying, and I think it's really taking full responsibility for our well-being. Yeah, and we see the the impact that it has when we make those decisions. Um, thank you so much for sharing, and um, we're gonna close soon, but. I want, I'm going to ask you just a quick question before we close. And the first one would be, what is your spirit animal, if you have one? Well, I think there's... Um, I did a study last year on this, and I'm trying to remember. Um, this is another thing of like just getting my brain power, something I've been working on like really through medicine and brain practices, not, not forgetting because I forget a lot, but there was a practice that I did with um, three different spirit animals. And um, I think as a child, I always loved snakes. And when we moved to Costa Rica, snakes were around all the time. And in our small fishing village where we live in San Juanillo, I found that a lot of people would just kill the snakes because they were eating the chickens or people just thought that they were bad and I became a protector of the snakes in San Juanillo many years ago people would actually call me to say oh there's a bow on my chicken coop come and get it and I really talked to the community and said we can't kill these animals we have to protect them they're here for a reason as we are so they're the same as us like um, you know, treat every being as we want to be treated so I would say snakes is my my first spirit animal. Wow. Um, there's wow. so many occasions in my life where they just appear. And um, yeah, I'm still studying this, like what it actually means. Yeah. But the snake would be the main. Wow. Um, the main, yeah. That's incredible. Um, you know, there's a few more, but you know, like if you wanted one okay. answer to that, it would be the snake. <laughs> And uh, what is your go go to food? If you have like one type of cuisine, what would you choose? Wow, number one. Yeah, that's such a hard <laughs> question because food is amazing. You know, and there's so many places here in in our community where I love to go eat. And um, but you know, owning some of the best restaurants in town. I feel so lucky to just eat the food that I eat every day. I, I'm really into plants and fruits. Um, I think avocado would be like, if I could live with avocado for the rest of my life, I would be happy. Um, yeah. Um, I, I developed these really amazing burgers many years ago, and we sell them at Estrellitas Coffee and Naked Foods, and one of them is the Bliss Burger. Amazing. So Actually. that's like hands down, you know, there's, yeah, there's all these amazing stories through through the food that I do. And um, just to mention that, you know, by the end of this year, my, my, my recipe book with stories of 20 years will, will be done. And Bliss Burgers is, oh, is an amazing story there. So you guys will hear about it when the book is out. Wow. So yeah, Bliss Burger, anywhere I go around the world and I eat healthy plant-based or vegan burgers, I'm like always judging like, oh, the Bliss Burger's better. So <laughs> um, that's one of the main 
foods I think I love to eat. Like, I can eat that for breakfast, lunch, or dinner all day, every day. Definitely something to try if you come to Nostra Estrelita Bliss Burger. Um, and uh, where can people go learn more about what you are doing these days? Where can we find you? Yeah, the easiest is just to come and find me here at the Estrellitas Coffee Shop. Um, you know, I think over the last 20 years, um, we're always off the beaten path. Like, I've never been into putting signs and, like, I'm like, the right people that need to come will find us. But, you know, times have changed. <laughs> Business grows and we actually, you know, need to pay the bills and keep our employees happy and paid um so um the best and the easiest way is to really just come to estrellitas coffee and, and come and see me um, or see shanti at naked foods we do have a website nakedfoodscr.com i think instagram is used a lot more estrellitas uh -huh. coffee on instagram or naked food CR on instagram is an easy way to get in touch with us Um, but, you know, every day that someone new shows up to the coffee shop here in Garza is, and they get the chance to talk to me, you know, um, we love to share everything we're doing, show them the farm. And, mm. um, yeah, just tell the world what we're doing. So, yeah, those are the best ways. I think Instagram and really just coming yes. to the shop. We're working yeah. on all our I agree. social it's, media and all this stuff in the next year. It's definitely but, a place of presence. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what is one final thought that you want to leave your our listener with? If there's anything that comes I think the thing that comes up the most at this moment is really leaving um, the place that you are better than you found it. Like, we have this idea of, like, like going, traveling and going to places or just even in your home, like, how much better can you leave it? You know, when you wake up in the morning, what are you doing? You go off to work. Do you make your bed? Do you, you know, keep the dishes in the sink clean? Like, really leaving it. I mean, that's, it's our home, right? So, like, it's another practice I think I've had. It's, like, when I mm -hmm. wake up in the morning, I bless my house because I'm, like, thank you for the roof and the comfortable bed that I have. And I really look in that in other people when they visit or when they come. It's, like, how much better can you leave this planet when we leave mm, I think wow. that's a big inspiration also just for the kids like we as humans are so intelligent and we're doing so many amazing things but we're also doing so much destruction to mm -hmm. the land so it's like really putting that time and power into leaving the land better than we are doing it at the moment mm. wow beautiful They're inspiring again, GP. Mm. And um, well, to finalize, what was your the favorite part of this uh, interview? Well, it's my first podcast, so <laughs> it's the whole thing was my favorite. It's really nice to, to to yeah to speak, and you know, I'm my Jorgelina always jokes when I'm out of the house, I speak more, especially when I'm around community she's like you're such a good speaker but when you're home you never say anything <laughs> so yeah just this conversation mm -hmm. and being able to share a small piece of what i love and what i do mm -hmm. has been very inspiring and yeah Thank favorite you. part of the day right now 
Thank you for your presence. Thank you for all the things you're doing for the community and for all the people, the heart that you touch in your word. And I, I don't know you for so long, but I can feel it. And I'm very grateful for having you today sharing with me and with our listeners. And hopefully we have you again next time. Pura vida. Pura vida. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.